You are listening to Present Truth Ministries Radio, telling the world that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Welcome to PTM Radio. Thank you for everyone for listening in. I'm your host, Brother Jason DeMars, and we have part two with Brother Dwayne Lawson. And I just want to remind everyone, you can find us on the web at ptmradio.com, and you can call us with your news, testimonies, and uh, any feedback you might have at 612-293-6846. Brother Dwayne, thank you for being with us. If you just want to introduce yourself to everyone again, and we'll uh, get started with a few questions. Thank you, Brother Jason. I'm Dwayne Lawson. Uh, from Bluffton, Ohio, in the assembly of Brother Ray Erickson, and I'm an evangelist and missionary, uh, and been in the ministry here for about 20 years. Wonderful. So I guess we'll start with that. I have a question that I'm wanting to ask you. How did the Lord call you to the ministry? Well, Brother Jason, in the last segment there, we were talking mm-hmm. about the uh, experience that the yes. Lord had gave me and the call of my life to become a Christian. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and uh, as the Lord uh, dealt with our hearts and brought us into Christ, um, I began to to really uh, express a need to to find something that would hold us. And uh, mm-hmm. and I believe as the Lord as the Lord answered that prayer and gave us the Holy Ghost, mm-hmm. I, I believe that's what Jesus promised Amen. in the Book of Acts when He said, "You shall receive power uh, after the Holy Ghost has come upon you." Mm-hmm. And uh, he says uh, that you would be my witnesses. And, you know, I I didn't understand when I first began to read that. But after that, I received the Holy Ghost and uh, and I began to study the scripture and in prayer, uh, the Lord would just fill my heart Mm. with with scriptures and with uh, testimonies from the scripture and and uh, and and. I began to notice that when I read the scriptures, that things stuck out to me that tied in with other scriptures and, and <laughs> inspiration would come together and begin to put. The, and I just thought all Christians did that. I, I thought <laughs> that that was just a normal uh, Christian experience. I mm-hmm. didn't I didn't realize that it was different. Uh, but then I began to um, just share it with the ministers, you know, there and my uncles and friends and and then I would I would hear them from the pulpit use a lot of the things that I was saying to them. <laughs> so I began to say, huh, that that's odd, you know. And so but but then I began to pray and, and study more. And the more that I studied, the more I prayed, these things would just come. And and, and before I ever preached a sermon, I, I, I literally had pages and pages and pages of handwritten notes and things where things had just come to me. Um, and um, and so. But in prayer, I just began to seek the Lord of, you know, wow, this is coming. And then the Lord just began to pull on my heart. Um, I, I never had like a, a light flashing experience, mm-hmm. you know, where the Lord came in the room and, you know, you're to do this. Uh, but but yet he called me. Uh, he called me more from an inner calling. And mm-hmm. The Lord began to pull on me and I just began to go in such a way that it, it, it was so um, overwhelming to me that I couldn't mm-hmm. resist it. Um, and I went to the pastor, which was my uncle, and uh-huh. uh, and I asked him, told him, I said, hey, listen, 
I said, I, I'm just burning up on the inside of me. Uh, <laughs> there's so much coming to me, so much things coming. I mean, and I feel the Lord has called me to preach. I mm-hmm. said, you know, it just keeps coming in prayer. Every time I pray about it, the Lord affirms to me, I've called you to witness my word. Mm-hmm. And um, and I asked him, I said, you know, is there anything in my life or any reason that I wouldn't be able to be a minister or that? Uh, is there anything that I need to do to to approach the platform? And and he said, no, Brother Wayne, you know, he said, I've watched you. And, I, I, and I'd only been a Christian six, seven, eight months maybe. And he says, um, I've been watching you. And he said, I've seen you, you know, have a real experience with God. You, you cleaned your life. And he said, you're, you're a solid believer in the word. And he says, uh, I'll tell you what, he said, we'll just, we'll just try the spirit and see what the Lord would do. And, um, and so he called me one Wednesday and said, you know, I, I have Wednesday evening service. I'd like for you to take it. And, and, um, and I went in and, you know, Brother Jason, I prepared and prepared and prepared uh, note wise to go in. And, uh, <laughs> it's probably one of the greatest lessons I ever learned. Mm-hmm. I, I went in and uh, I was sitting in the back room and I was getting ready to go speak. And all of a sudden, these words just start coming to me and scriptures start flowing in my heart. <laughs> and uh, and I'm scared to death because I have all these notes and now all this new stuff's coming to me and I, and I just turned my back to it. And I said, I, I, I know I got these notes. This is, this is what, this is what I'm doing. <laughs> so I went out and I tried to preach and it was the horriblest. It was the worst 45 minutes of my life, I think. <laughs> and, uh, and so after that service, uh, I walked out just a defeated person, you know, and, uh, mm-hmm. but in my heart, I knew, that I had turned down things uh, that the Lord had given me before mm-hmm. I wanted to go, but I really wasn't sure how you handled all that. Yes. And so I just walked away from there and made a commitment to the Lord. I said, Lord, I, I understand now that I didn't, I didn't give inspiration the, the wide way I, I took what I wanted, you know? Mm-hmm. And so uh, the next service that I preached, um, I went back up there and this time uh, I let inspiration come with me. Nice. And, and when I opened my heart to that inspiration, I come to myself maybe 20 or 30 minutes later. And, you know, I was literally crawling down the aisle on my knees and the whole church was roaring and people were screaming and shouting. And I don't know what happened or where I went, <laughs> but inspiration just came in the room, you know, and the power mm. of God began to move. And Praise God. And, and, and that's when I, I really realized that the Lord wanted to use the gift. And, and he didn't want me to use the gift. Mm. And um, and so then from then on, I began uh, the, the process of learning to surrender uh, my life and how to surrender my heart and what to do. But he put a great he put a great call on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I had already I had already at 22, I think is when I began to minister. I'd already so mishandled my life. Uh, mm. And I knew that, hey. I've done so bad with 22 years, you know, I'm going to turn the rest of it to Christ. Amen. And uh, if he wants to me to be a preacher, I'm going to be a preacher. Um, and, and I began to pour my heart in it to be mm-hmm. the best that I could be. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, but Jason, this is something that, um, that struck me early on mm-hmm. that there was a lot of ministers and there's a lot of people and I had a young brother come to me and ask me, he said, Brother Wayne, you know, I'm starting my ministry. And he said, I want to ask you, 
you know, what was the crucial times? You know, what was the the place when you really, you know, started in? And, and you know, this is the thing, um, Brother Jason, it mm-hmm. come into my heart that I wanted to be a Christian. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be the best Christian that ever lived. Mm-hmm. And if being a Christian and the best Christian I could be, if that put me to preaching the gospel, then I wanted to preach the gospel. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to be a, a, a preacher just to be a preacher. I wanted to be a Christian. Amen. And and that desire to serve Christ, it mm-hmm. blossomed into a ministry where I could testify of it. Mm-hmm. And that I, I believe that my doing that was pleasing to Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's been my that's been my ambition is to be able to to minister Christ in a way that would that would convey to others that giving your life to Jesus Christ is the greatest decision that that any man has ever done. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's right. Let's take a a quick break. Thank you for listening to PTM Radio. We'll be right back. MessageHub.info is a website that is gathering all the sermons of Brother Branham, both in English and that have been translated into languages around the world. I'm looking at the website right now, and I can see that there are sermons in Arabic, Armenian, Farsi, Spanish, Italian, Indonesian, Afrikaans, Polish, Russian, Hindi, Greek, all these languages that the message has been translated to. So you can go and you can get access to those. If you meet someone who speaks Arabic, you can go in and pull up the Arabic and you can look and see that there are four sermons there. There's the invisible union of the bride of Christ and Christ is the mystery of God revealed and attract churches that conquer the laity as well as a resume of the ages. So this is a wonderful uh, website and a wonderful resource that you can use in order to spread the message of Malachi 4. Welcome back to PTM Radio. We're here with Brother Dwayne Lawson, and I'm just enjoying our our time of fellowship and listening to your testimony and the the things the Lord has laid on your heart. Um, uh, One thing I wanted to, to ask you and um, how did you end up moving from Arkansas to Ohio? Yeah, well, brother Jason, that again is a uh, is a is a, a process of time, of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, but I, I originally, uh, like I said, I visited Ohio the first time uh, when I gave my heart to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And um, and after that, well, of course, you know that that has a little special something in your heart, mm-hmm. but. Um, but it was years later when I began to minister. I would say in early uh, 2001, 2002, mm-hmm. when I first began evangelism, I came into Ohio and uh, actually was on my way to Paula Fontaine's. And, mm. uh, and a snowstorm came, ice storm, and I stopped in a little town and called Brother Paul. And we, you know, on those days, I didn't even have a cell phone. So we just stopped it uh, and made a phone call from a from a, a payphone, and Brother Paul said, "You know, Brother Wayne he said it's become an ice storm up here. We're going to cancel the meeting tonight." He said, "Just you're there near Lima, Ohio, so just stay there." And uh, he said, "There's a good church over there you can go visit." And he said, uh, "Brother Brooks is just over," and I knew Brother Brooks from mm. a uh, 
from a meeting he had done in Hoxie, Arkansas. Mm -hmm. And so um, I just went over to Brother Brooks's church and walked in the back room and he saw me come in just as I come in the back door of the church, you know. Mm-hmm. And he stepped out of his office and waved for me to come. Well, he, he said, "You're a preacher, aren't you?" And I said, "Yeah." And he said, "Well, come in here and come in here and sit down. You're going to take the meeting tonight." <laughs> so, so, um, so, and then Brother Dale Smith. I don't know if you know him, but he's Absolutely, a real, yep. tremendous brother. Mm-hmm. Well, Brother Dale was a good friend of mine. Had just I hadn't known him very long, but Dale was a full time evangelist and a real inspiration. Mm-hmm. And Dale called Brother Ray Erickson here in Bluffton mm-hmm. and told him I was in the area. So I went over and spoke for him on Thursday night. Uh-huh. And uh, and and from that time, then we began to travel regularly to Brother Erickson's for all oh, for years, you know. Mm-hmm. And in uh, the last um, maybe six, seven years ago, um, the Lord was blessing the meetings powerfully just as we come on Sundays and things. And Brother mm-hmm. Ray asked me, you know, as I was leaving the building one day, he said, Brother Wayne, he said, you know, I don't know what your plans are or what you, you know, the future. He said, but if you would take a moment and, and, and pray, he said, I would love to have you here as an associate and, and you could travel from the church as well. And mm-hmm. he said, you know, and, and I just kind of almost um, didn't even just at first thing, I never, had, you know, had even thought that way. <laughs> and uh, and I just said, well, Brother Ray, you know what, I, I, I would pray about that. And uh, and I just continued on while I started praying about it. And, um, and you know, I think it may be two, three years later, mm-hmm. um, he came by me one day. I was there preaching, and he came by. He said, you've been praying about that? And I said, actually, <laughs> I have. I have been praying. And, um, and maybe four years ago or so, mm-hmm. um, there was just some things that we were going through and change in ministry and uh, there's changes in the church there where we were and there's some yeah. situations and, mm-hmm. and you know, sometimes when God gets ready for you to, um, to do something different or to change, he, he begins to change the situations and change the lives and, and things become a certain direction, you know, and, and, um, and when things begin to, uh, Begin to just almost in my heart, I, I kind of felt like um, I, there's something I must do, but I don't understand what to do. There's a transition I, that God is mm-hmm. bringing you to, and you're not you're not uh, you're not sure what it is, but something's happening. Something's <laughs> happening. And and and, and, the, and the thing is, is I mean, I, I mean, I've lived my whole life, my family, everything is there. So. When it really began to move into my heart that the Holy Spirit was leading me to come to Ohio, it was almost scary. Um, you know, I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm leaving my home. I'm, I'm leaving everything that I know. Yep. Um, you know, how will this affect the ministry and how will this affect my friends? And, you know, how will this be perceived? You know, that all those feelings mm-hmm. begin to come into your heart and... Uh, but as we began to pray about it, the more I prayed about it, the more real it was, the more right it was. Well, it was um, in July, uh, four years ago, this July, I was in a, some meetings in Norway with Brother uh, Perry Johansson. We were there doing some family camp meetings, and okay. uh, a brother, Josh Bennett from North Carolina, was with us. And we were actually there, and I'd talked to him during those meetings. And I told him, I said, you know, Brother Josh, this is how I'm feeling. And I'm just talking to him a lot. And I said, you know, he was a young pastor. And I said, Brother Josh, how do you, what do you think? He said, Brother Wayne, 
I'm not going to touch that with a 10 foot pole. <laughs> he, said, <laughs> he said, he said, man, whatever you feel in your heart, you know, you've got to do what God's doing, you know? And mm-hmm. so, uh, so I had it in my heart, even in those meetings. And, um, so I go and I'm sitting on the front row of the, um, I'm sitting on the front row of the, of the meeting. Mm-hmm. And while I'm sitting there, um, we were, they were singing a song on the wings of the snow white dove. Mm-hmm. And, um, and just as they were singing that song, the Holy Spirit came by mm-hmm. and he spoke to me directly that I should move here, um, to the, this church with brother Ray Erickson as a pastor in True Word Tabernacle. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he gave me these words as, uh, as the widow of Zarephath sustained Elijah. He said, go there and I will sustain thee. Mm. And uh, and just that scripture came so solid in my heart that you go there and I will sustain thee. Mm. And uh, and I in my heart, then I knew that the Holy Spirit had moved. And and so when we began to move here, I I I didn't realize um, the the growth that God would place in our heart. And Mm. and the um, and from that time, of course, then. Uh, the the ministry has begun to uh, grow even more in that Brother Erickson has got a real uh, heart for the mission work and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and so and and I didn't realize even the depth of all that when I came here uh, mm-hmm. but then you know uh, the ministry the missionary the the being able to go and field and things is, has really wow. has even doubled as far as my being able to go out into the foreign fields marvelous praise and, the Lord. Uh, so the Holy Spirit has been uh, wonderful in the, in that area, and so we we're, we're sure appreciative to the church and to Brother Erickson and those that have have received us here. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. You know, it's it's a walk of faith day by day, and and month by month, and and hour by hour. You know, you you come to that place where the God God calls you to the ministry. Um, you know, myself, I. I uh, the Lord called me to the ministry even before I came to the message. I was getting ready to go off to seminary and so forth, and then came to the message and forsook those plans and started preaching in the local church. And you know, you never know what direction it takes you. And the next minute, the Lord's t- calling you. It, it called me and told me, you know, leave your job, uh, it go full time, and. Not, not mercy. It's scary, ain't it? It is, and you know, not having any support or any promise from anyone anywhere, and almost you know, feeling in a way we're here in Minnesota, flyover country, we're off in obscurity. I don't even know if there's a possibility that that our bills will ever be paid, and how that uh, week by week and month by month, you're living on miracles, literally living on miracles, and uh, it's a like you said, it's a scary thing. And yet God's called us to walk by faith. Uh, and whether you're, you're in a full-time job or God's calling you to leave your full-time job, you know, we, yeah. we need to be ready to walk by faith. And as Jesus said, you know, if you're not ready to forsake everything and follow me, you're, you're not even worthy to be my disciple. So um, I love hearing those kind of testimonies and how that the Lord deals with us. Um, he gets us away from what the natural man <laughs> would be comfortable doing oh yeah <laughs> well that's you know it, it, it's amazing when you know when he calls you in and and in your own fears and your own um, 
your own unbelief and, and you you don't even realize how much of that you have yeah uh until you come face to face with something so uh amazing you know uh, I, i'm going to you know, I'm I'm going to be dependent on a ministry that I don't even understand. You know, and uh, <laughs> and and God brings in your family. You know, and so yeah, when he when he called us into the full time ministry, it, it was it was a it was quite a surprise. Mm-hmm. Which we were we were ten I think I was about ten years in full time before I came here to Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, so I worked out of my uncle's church in Arkansas mm-hmm. uh, as a full time evangelist and that. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, it, I understand that from from week to week and from miracle to miracle to miracle. <laughs> yeah. I, I told the, uh, I was doing a banquet just the other night with, uh, some, some, uh, married banquet, you know, and uh-huh. a marriage banquet. And I was telling them, I said, you know, I, I remember when I, when I got married and my wife made a commitment and I made a commitment and it hmm. become, uh, it become we, you know, it, yes. it no longer was just me, but it was we. And, um, and, you know, I remember when we were first in the ministry. I remember, you know, they uh, they they cut the lights off for a little while, you know, but <laughs> but we made it through it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you know, so I, I believe that the Holy Spirit calls more than a man. You know, He also yes. has to call the wife. And yes. in some of the early stages of the ministry, things things could get tough, you know, yeah. and uh, and the uh, and true. the and the waiting for the for the uh, for the help and uh, see. And and I think during those times, it, it's a testing. Is, do you know God's called you, or mm-hmm. are you just doing this? You know. Yes. And, um, <laughs> but as as we begin to see the Holy Spirit and, and turn to Him, then I found that He He had more than enough. Amen. But it, I think that amounts to the surrender that we're ready to give. Amen. Amen. And like you said, it, it it's not just for ministers to forsake all. It's for every believer. You 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 mentioned I want to be a Christian, and if that leads to ministry or something else. Uh, fine, but you know, it's, yep. Yep. So absolutely. I have more, I have a few more questions for you. Uh, if, uh, we call this episode to an end, do you have time to, to go to another one? (laughs) Absolutely. That'd be wonderful. All right. So thank you everyone for listening to part two of our episode with episodes with brother Dwayne Lawson. Uh, once again, remind you, can find us on the web ptmradio.com call us email us be in touch uh, we appreciate you and your prayers and listening to our to our uh, radio broadcasts <laughs>